Well, hello. I hope all of you are doing fine. In this episode, I'm going to share with you the crazy coincidence of how I have actually become an English teacher. Many of you listening to this uh, podcast, I believe, are uh, somewhere down the road, have been my students, my customers, or you're just listening for the fun of it. But many of you know that I have been teaching English for 20-something years, and this is something I never, ever imagined that I would do. So let me tell you how it went. It was uh, when I was 31, I signed up to this course uh, to be a tour guide. I love traveling, okay? This is one of my passions. I've been in a lot of places, far not enough, yes? There's always more to discover. But I really enjoy traveling. And I was like, okay, let me just learn something that, uh, that I think I can work. Uh, I, can, I can make a living out of it and it will be enjoyable. And uh, it will also combine one of my passions. So to backtrack a little bit, what I originally studied was uh, political science. Now, uh, I loved it, but, you know, when you learn political science, you really understand the system from inside. And towards the end of my degree, I also understood that I'm not really um, interested in being a politician or being surrounded by politicians or working in this environment at all even though the studies were very, very interesting. But I decided that that's not really for me. Um, I wanted to work for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. I was refused. I was, the, the, you know, my application was declined and that was like, it's a sign, okay? So what am I going to do with my life? I'm there in my 30s, in the beginning, I was 31. And I signed up to this course. I loved it, okay? This tour guide thing. I really loved it. We learned about sites and uh, all kinds of countries and, you know, culture. It was very, very interesting. It was like a six months or eight months course. It was something very intensive. And the last project was uh, that you had to give a presentation in English about um, some touristic site. We were all uh, assigned to do this short lecture about a specific place and we were supposed to do it. So there I am standing in front of the crowd, like we were like 40-something people, I think, in the class. Uh, that was officially the first time I ever spoke in public. <laughs> That's also, uh, that was also a milestone for me. And there I am, I don't remember what I was talking about. Maybe I was talking about Prague or I don't know, something like that. So there I am doing my presentation. And at the end of that presentation, the end of that uh, short uh, lecture, short, it had to be like 15 minutes, uh, somebody from my class approached me and that was this girl, her name was Anna and apparently she was working for one of the biggest um, language schools and she offered me a job and I was like, what do you mean teaching English? I never even thought about it, it never crossed my mind. When I was at the university, I did a little bit of tutoring in exchange for some kind of scholarship that was like part of, part of my, my, my deal. But I never really considered um, being a teacher or, or, you know, doing anything in this field. So she offers me a job. She says, please come in for an interview. We are looking for uh, English teachers. 
they were mostly working with the, the big government agencies, you know, the, gov the ministries, uh, the big institutions, the banks. They were more like a, um, not, not necessary for the private sector. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. So I went for this interview and I met uh, the VP, who was a South African lady, and um, apparently I got the job. So, but I'm like, okay, so I don't know how to teach. I might be, I might be speaking English, uh, you know, uh, on a good level or a native level or uh, yes, but I have no idea how to teach English. So um, she gave me the tools, we sat down a few meetings and uh, she started to kind of coach me in my journey of, uh, of becoming a, a teacher. And parallel to that, I was also uh, assigned to this American lady to help her develop learning materials. So what actually goes into a course, what you need to put in there, we had an extensive library what you put where, what you need, levels, um, assignments, grammar, whatever you could imagine. So it was like a part-time job that I was doing and I was teaching a few lessons, a few classes they assigned me to and I was also helping this lady with the materials. I think I stayed there for like two years, uh, approximately two years because then I decided to quit because I, that was my first trip to India but that's a different episode. So um, apparently I liked it. I decided to give it a go, to give it a try. And um, I was there for two years. And in the meantime, um, I already started to, you know, you talk about it. What is it you do? Oh, I started to teach English. Oh, you know what? Can you please come and help my kid? Uh, she's having problems at school. Can you do this? Can you do that? And uh, I developed a, a client base, mostly kids. Um, and that's how I started. So I was parallel working in this language school, getting to know, um, you know, the know-how, actually the, the, the skills, the tools of teaching. And I started to work with kids in parallel. And I really loved working with kids because... Um, you need to sit with them one-on-one. -on -one. Most of the time, they sit in an overcrowded class and they just don't get enough attention from the teachers. And it's amazing what you can achieve with a kid when you're sitting with them one-on-one -on -one and you explain to them things on their level and you have fun with them and you play with them a little bit. And I just love to see their progress and how fast, how extremely fast they learn and they kind of closed the gap that they previously had with their class. So that was, I really enjoyed it. I started to really enjoy it. I liked, I liked the satisfaction, um, you know, the progress that they were making. And I realized that I am very good at explaining. I am very good at, um, you know, teaching a language is, is very different than, than teaching other things because it's like, it is teaching, yes, it has rules, it has tools, it has skills, it has, uh, you know, basics like the grammar, the Lego, yeah, the parts of the game, how you put the words together and so on and so on. But it is different because it is communication at the end of the day. So um, I really liked it. And apparently I was good at it. So I started to kind of branch out 
And uh, okay, let's go start work with adults also. I mean, if I can do it with kids, uh, why not start and give it a try with um, some adults? And you remember in that language school, I was working with mostly government uh, people, government institutes, the big, the big companies. So they reached out to me. Uh, the individuals, that there was somebody sitting in the class and the, she said, oh, you know what? Okay, we finished the course. Uh, can we continue meeting? And can you, you know, uh, help me catch up with my speaking skills or I have something to prepare? So those were my baby steps in the field in those few years when I was getting to collect my, my toolkit. And then the significant change happened when I signed up for my own benefit to a coactive uh, life coaching course, it was for me. It was something that really interested me. And uh, it was, yeah, you do the math. It was like a good 18, almost 20 years ago. It was like running in parallel. And I received tools that were beyond my imagination. Also about, you know, it's, it's the field of, of, of becoming a better version of who you are. And uh, really building the roadmaps and the mindset and uh, uh, working with your weaknesses, your strengths, um, your focus, the art of asking questions. Uh, I really loved it. And then I realized that especially when you're working with adults, yeah, I'm talking about the practice itself, that when you're actually working with adults, many of them, maybe even the majority of them, have confidence issues. Now, confidence is something we definitely deal with when it comes to life coaching. It's one of those things, yes? It's one of those uh, Achilles heels of, of uh, many of us is the confidence of uh, not believing on our, in ourselves enough and reaching our goals. And yeah, so um, I started to implement as... Um, it was really like a, like an like an experiment on my side. What happens if we talk about the confidence? What happens if we touch upon the issues of why you're not feeling comfortable or or you know why you're so afraid of speaking English or why do you think people are judging you? And this was all in the framework of my private sessions with the adults. And of course, I was, um, you know, from time to time, you can also do it with kids, but it's a whole different level of communication. They will tell you differently. My, my teacher doesn't like me. Um, I feel that she's, uh, you know, she's neglecting me. She's ignoring me. Oh, I don't understand. I'm ashamed to ask. So it's amazing how early these traumas, which later developed to traumas, yeah, these, these issues, they start developing. And until now that I've been doing this for hundreds of years, I hear it so often. You know, I have an issue with my English because when I was in school, I had a teacher who was like this and this and this. And since then, I just cannot stand it or I'm not good at it or these, these, um, these mantras, these sentences that we keep repeating where do they actually start? Yeah, where, where do they come from? So to get back to the, to the story, around that time, I decided to leave that uh, language school and I realized that um, I like what I'm doing. 
and this is something that I can uh, I can I can move on with. Yes, I can I can expand it. I can grow with it. It's like I found my calling in a way. Later, I uh, I understood. Uh, I realized that uh, I am a teacher in my essence. That I am good at. Uh, conveying, explaining, um, yeah, uh, issues, um, even if it's uh, quite complicated when it comes to coaching, for example, or more spiritual in their essence, uh, like patterns, thought patterns, emotional patterns, and so on and so on. So teaching English, it's quite amazing, yeah, if you if you if you think about the story because. Never in my life I thought that this is what I would be doing and never in my life I would, I would imagine having such a huge client base, uh, students, uh, thousands and thousands of people I have worked with during the, year, during the years and realizing it, it, it's, own, it's always your own personal journey that I discovered what I'm really good at, what my strengths are, that I'm excellent in communication, for example, that I love people. I love to chat with people. I love to listen to people. And of course, we all do this in English. And the highlight for me, as it's always been, is those VIP sessions. Yeah, that many of you listening, you are in this program and you know exactly what I'm talking about. But because I'm sure I've told you before that this is really the, the, the cherry on top. The sitting with those people and in the past when it was still live we used to sit in coffee shops so I was like oh my god I have an amazing job you know you sit in a coffee shop you have amazing thought-provoking interesting conversations with talented fascinating people and I was like and I'm getting paid for it so it's like the ultimate combination so yes, this is, uh, in my point of view, what I really enjoy doing. And of course, I developed the teaching further on because I developed my own method of, of teaching and coaching together to really get to the core, to really get to the bottom of the issues of these language skills. But coaching is who I am. Teaching is who I am. Mentoring is who I am. And um, I discovered it with a crazy coincidence of trying to be a tour guide and then being offered a job right at the spot. So this is the story, yeah? Um, I hope you enjoyed it and uh, we shall speak again.